Another day, another rumor, except this time we actually know what a potential Laker trade package could look like. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Laker Hand Podcast. I, of course, am Laker Hand. I am joined by a very excited, slightly nervous, though a little bit anxious, uh, Laker dad. Dad, today we got some news that apparently, and Woj reported on this, so we know it's you know pretty accurate, pretty true, that the Lakers have offered Kyle Kuzma and KCP to just about every team that they've talked to. And today in particular, they actually made some waves with potentially trading Kuz and KCP to the Sacramento Kings for Buddy Heald. What do you think about all this? Well, Hannah, I think, first of all, uh, trading both of them for Buddy Heald is probably too much. Uh, I think maybe uh, Kuzma and a lesser asset... I think Luke Walton always liked Kyle Kuzma, and of course Kyle Kuzma, I think, liked playing for Luke Walton. So I, I think there's some ring of credibility there. I'm not sure if Kuz, you know, who's kind of a Hollywood guy, is going to really uh, be happy in Sacramento, but I think he'd be happy playing for Luke Walton, assuming Luke Walton survives for much longer. Uh, and Buddy Heald reportedly wants to come to the Lakers. You may recall that when he was in college, he was a favorite of Kobe Bryant's. Kobe Bryant actually went in a very visible appearance and went to watch him play one day because he was really setting the world on fire in college. And I think he was a fan even after that. I think Buddy Heald would love to come to the Lakers. Yeah, I was actually going to mention the fact that Kobe was such a big fan of Buddy. You know, I'm actually pretty excited about the possibility of getting Heald because also I think this could potentially be a realistic situation. You know, we've obviously mentioned mentioned Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, you know, a ton of big-time names. Uh, But those probably aren't, I don't mean to be a negative Nancy, but those probably aren't the most realistic. But Buddy Heald to the Lakers, now that's an actual possibility. And now, Dad, I want to talk a little bit about Buddy Heald. He's 28 years old. I think that's a a great age. Yeah, he's 28 years old. He's, you know, obviously had a little bit of, problems with Luke Walton with the Kings, but in 2018, he averaged 20 points per game. 2019, he averaged um, 19 points. This past season, 16.6 points per game. So he's a really good scorer. I think he can bring a lot to this Lakers team. And if he's, you know, working with a coaching staff and he gets a good opportunity, I mean, one point people thought he could really be, you know, a star in this league. Well, he certainly is the shooter, I think, that the Lakers have been looking for. Now, he's not that point guard. He's not that playmaker that uh, the Lakers are rumored to be focusing on this offseason. But if they want a shooter, um, I I think he would probably fit the bill. Now, look, you know, this has been a strange, strange offseason in some ways. I mean, the Lakers are always linked to every top free agent who might be available. But, you know, we started out with Damian Lillard about a month ago. Then we went to Russell Westbrook and and Kyle Lowry and and, uh, uh, a bunch of other guys, you know, DeMar DeRozan. Uh, and we'll see what happens now, Hannah. But obviously, Buddy Heald is is not in the league of those other players. Uh, I should have mentioned CP3. He was another one. But, you know, if you're just looking for a complimentary piece, a guy who's a really, really good shooter, I'm not sure if he would start for the Lakers or come off the bench. Maybe uh, we'd have to wait and see on that. But he certainly is a good shooter. I think he would definitely start. Um, again, I guess it kind of depends on what happens with KCP. If he's not included in that trade package, which, as you're saying, maybe Kuz and KCP is a little bit too much for Heald, then, you know, I would assume that maybe we would also use KCP in potentially another trade. But, you know, 
it's pretty darn clear, and Woj has said this, and, you know, top analysts, everyone has said that the Lakers know they really need to go out and get a, a good player this offseason. Whether it be a star or not, they need to go out and they need to get another, you know, guy that they can rely on to be that that three, that third option for the Lakers. Um and the guy who can really help us out, especially shooting and scoring. Now, Dad, you mentioned that Buddy Heald isn't a point guard per se. He's, you know, a shooting guard, small forward. So if that were the case, it would be interesting to see then who the Lakers would go out and get as that point guard. Because as we all know, that's kind of one of their biggest Achilles heels this, this past season. One of their biggest focuses of this offseason. So maybe it looks like it's a good shot for Alex Crusoe if we do get Buddy Heald that maybe Crusoe will be back for us next season. You know, Hannah, I don't think if we get Buddy Heald, I don't think that's going to be the end of the line for the Lakers this offseason. I mean, they've got pretty much a whole team to put together here, and it's going to take more than Buddy Heald to get them back to the finals. Uh, You know, so we're just going to have to wait and see. And a lot of it depends on Dennis Schroeder and Montrez Harrell. A rumor broke uh, a day or two ago that Montrez Harrell, who was thought to, you know, likely opt out of his contract and become an unrestricted free agent, he might actually opt into his contract for approximately $10 million next year. If he does that, that's sort of a blessing to the Lakers because now they've got another $10 million of salary to trade uh, if they want to, and, and that'll help match up against some of these more expensive players. And then there's Dennis Schroeder. Now, you know, we've covered the odyssey of Dennis Schroeder this last year. It's, you know, I, I don't know what happened between Schroeder and the Lakers. I mean, he all season kept saying he wanted to stay with the Lakers, and then there were rumors that, you know, he wasn't the easiest guy to get along with, and he didn't play very well in the playoffs. But, you know, being fair to him, remember, he had just come back from having COVID. And, you know, so maybe he wasn't physically able to give his best effort in the playoffs. But whatever the reason is, it certainly appears that he and the Lakers uh, are not going to get together on a new deal. So if he signs, if he's willing to do a sign and trade, and of course that depends on the Lakers trading to a team that Schroeder wants to go to. So there's just so many moving parts here, Hannah. The only thing we know for sure is that we should get answers in the next 8 to 10 days. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, I'm really excited because you keep saying this. Anything can really happen. I'm happy that you mentioned uh, Montrose Harrell, that rumor that he's actually going to be opting into his contract because I would assume that the Lakers are going to use him as a sign-and-trade if he does opt in. I don't think that Montrose Harrell is going to be a Laker next season. I like the guy, but I just think, you know, the way... This team is moving forward. I think that they would need a bigger center. I just think, especially in the playoffs, we saw, you know, Harold just not really have much of a role with this team. He just couldn't match up against the other centers in the league. So I think if, if uh, Montrose Harrell opts into his contract, he'll definitely be used in a sign and trade, which is awesome. Um, and then Dennis Schroeder, you know, I will say that I will maybe give him the benefit of the doubt with the COVID. I think we kind of forget that. But I just think that, you know, him and the Lakers, for some reason, just didn't really get along this season. I think they would like to move past him. Now, if he does do a sign-and-trade, obviously that would be great because that would allow the Lakers to have even more flexibility to, you know, get a big trade. He's obviously a good player. But I think at the end of the day, you know, both Schroeder and Montrose Harrell, whether they choose to, you know, sign with the Lakers, I think they will be used as a sign-and-trade. But, Dad, uh, you actually were talking about an interesting a study that you saw, not study, I don't even know what the word is, but um, an interesting article that you read where talking about some more realistic options that the Lakers may actually get at that point guard position. And you mentioned that in this article, uh, they actually said that Patty Mills was the most likely player and then Goran Dragic to be on the Lakers. 
I don't know if I necessarily agree with you on that, but talk a little bit about that because I know we were discussing that and I know you have some thoughts on that. Well, Patty Mills is a very, very solid player off the bench for the San Antonio Spurs. You know, I've seen him play for that Australian team uh, because he's Australian. And, you know, he's a good player. I don't think he's going to be the Lakers' starting point guard. But, man, if we had him coming off the bench at the the point guard position, I'd be okay with that. Uh, Goran Dragic, again, I'm a fan of his career. Uh, I think he's been a very solid NBA player for a lot of years. But, again, he's another one of those 35-year-old guys. And I, I just, you know, I just would hope at this stage that we could do better than that. He's been often injured the last couple of years. I think it's time to move on. Now, one other interesting rumor that came out today, Hannah, late this afternoon, was that the Lakers are thinking of trading down in the draft. As we all know, they have the 22nd uh, pick in the draft. It's this Thursday, I believe. And they've been working out a lot of guys the last month. Uh, they've been linked to some people, all kinds of rumors there. But the word came out today that they might want to you know, trade that 22nd pick for two picks, uh, maybe one later in the first round and one early in the second round. They've done that successfully in the past. And uh, you know, if, there, if there's a guy that they really want that they think they can get at 27 or 28 uh, and you know, they don't have to use the 22nd pick on them, then, then maybe they might do that. Yeah, you know, the Lakers have actually been successful in doing that. That was how we got Kyle Kuzma and Larry Nance Jr. We also got Josh Hart, and I think Zubots that way as well. So Lakers have been successful doing that. I wouldn't be shocked if they did decide to do it, although um, I think it's going to depend on whether or not if they make a trade, if they feel that they need to include that 22nd pick in that trade package. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if they have to include the, the, the draft pick in the trade package, they're going to do it. But I, you know, I think the Lakers realize what we realize, Hannah, is, you know, if possible, they have to try to get some young guys, some young blood on that team. They've got an old, old team. If Kuzma's gone, you know, and if THT gets traded, I, I think they're going to try like heck to hold on to THT. But if he has to go, they're going to have no young guys on this team. So, you know, I don't think the Lakers would mind if they can get a couple of guys in the draft. They've worked out a lot of guys, and you never know who they like or don't like and what position they think they might get them at. So, you know, we'll see how that plays out. But again, Hannah, this is, for me, one of the most exciting times in the NBA offseason, uh, maybe one of the most exciting times in the entire NBA year. I, this this free agency frenzy, and especially with your purple and gold you know, where every rumor, you know, every guy is, is linked to the Lakers. And most of the times we have to temper our, our enthusiasm here. Most of the time it doesn't work out and we left kind of shaking our heads. You know, what was all that about when nothing happens? But, you know, we'll see. Yeah, there's reason to believe that some stuff is going to happen in the next eight to ten days. And, you know, starting with the draft, which is just four days from now, if there's going to be a trade of the draft pick, that may happen in the next two or three days. So we'll, we'll see what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I have a feeling that something pretty big is going to happen. Uh, going back to kind of what you were saying when that article was talking about how they predicted the Lakers getting Patty Mills or Goran Dragic, I think that's like the very, very, very last resort for the Lakers. I think Buddy Heald is is a pretty good option for us, a realistic option. I, I also think obviously getting CP3, Russell Westbrook, Damian Lillard, um, those are some, you know, much, much harder situations, much more things that don't look that realistic. But I think a couple other players who have been linked to Lakers who I know want are you know dying to play for us are Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan I think after Buddy Heald those two guys uh are some more realistic gets for us so I'm really curious to see how this all plays out though because as we all know with the Lakers you really can't rule anyone out but 
it is pretty funny, Dad, because recently, just every single day, there's, you know, this player wants to come to us, this player wants to come to us, every single free agent, apparently, just every single star in the league, apparently, wants to come and team up with LeBron James and Anthony Davis and win a championship, which is why it's great that we have LeBron and AD, because obviously, especially when you've got LeBron, I mean, players want to come and play for you because they want to try to win a championship. Yeah, and Hannah, let's not lose sight of the fact there's some pundits out there who are saying we're hot after Alonzo Ball as well. You know, he's the young playmaking guard that the Lakers supposedly, you know, might want. Uh, And there's a lot of people, you know, again, some people discount it, but some people who, you know, have some credibility, they they insist that the Lakers want to try to get Lonzo Ball. Now, again, he's a restricted free agent, and, you know, it may be tough, but, you know, some people think they're going to try. Man, could you imagine if we got Lonzo Ball back? I mean, that would just be so crazy after everything that we went through with him. I mean, just unbelievable. But you guys... I think that's going to do it for tonight's show. Obviously, buckle up because these next 10 days, two weeks, next even couple days leading up to the draft are most likely going to be pretty darn crazy. So take a seat, buckle up, grab your popcorn because we're just getting started here. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's show. I hope you guys liked it. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. You can also follow me on Instagram at Hannah Rose Kulik. And until next time, the next rumor, which may be in about 45 seconds, Laker Hannah and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.